All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 19th of January. Here's everything that you need to know. India's fresh coronavirus infections fell further on Monday, with India reporting 13,788 new cases in the matter of 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry's update as of 8 a.m. yesterday. The number of active cases is now heading close to the 2 lakh mark. Meanwhile, India's health ministry said the country had vaccinated 3.81 lakh people against COVID-19 as the country wound up the third day of its immunization program. More than 1.48 lakh people received the vaccine on Monday. And so far, 580 adverse events have been recorded, including seven hospitalizations, according to the ministry. Two deaths have been reported among those who received the shots in India, but there is no evidence the first fatality is related to the vaccine and the second is undergoing a post-mortem, the health ministry said in a statement. Petrol prices in New Delhi neared the 85 rupee a litre mark, while diesel rates in Mumbai were close to 82 rupees as fuel prices were raised by 25 paise per litre each yesterday. Petrol now costs a record high in Delhi, while diesel comes for 75.13 rupees, according to a price notification from oil marketing companies. The price hike on Monday comes after three days of unchanged rates. Oil futures, meanwhile, edged lower after China reported new cases of the virus and the dollar rose with physical crude prices in Asia weakened. Flare-ups of the virus in other countries like Japan are lowering demand. Gaps in the access to vaccines raise concerns that the continued spread of the virus will breed more dangerous versions. WTI crude was trading at $52.4 to the battle last I checked, while Brent was at 54.75. Retail investors in India have bet on the initial share sale of Indian Railways Finance Corporation, which is a dedicated market borrowing arm of the Indian Railways as they subscribe to it 1.25 times on the first day of the offering. The maiden offer comprises a fresh issue of up to 118 crore equity shares and an offer for sale for up to 59.4 crore shares by the government. The price band for selling shares was fixed at 25 to 26 rupees apiece, according to its red herring prospectus. Speaking of IPOs, Crafton, which is the maker of the global video game Smash, PUBG is planning an initial public offering in mid to late 2021 that could be South Korea's biggest in years. The share sale could raise billions of dollars, according to Chief Executive Officer Kim Chang-Han, who said this in an interview in Seoul. De Beers implemented its biggest price increase for diamonds in years as the industry starts bouncing back from the pandemic-induced shutdown. The world's biggest diamond producer raised prices by about 5% at its first sale of the year, with the increases mostly applied to stones bigger than one carat. 
In international stock markets, U.S. stocks ended lower, with the Dow ending lower by 0.6% and the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq declining by 0.7% and 0.9% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region, though, all three early rises have begun strongly positive, all of them gaining by more than 1%. And with that, it's over to Hormus Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormus. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuned in as well. Monday was the first instance in over nine months when the Nifty fell over 1% on back-to-back days. The losses were led predominantly by metals and were partly offset by the gains in Reliance Industries. Well, we may not decline for more than two days after all, with the SGX Nifty in its initial ticks showing gains of 90 points and is trading around the mark of 14,360. I briefly mentioned metals earlier, so I'll start off with Tata Steel. Bloomberg reports quoting a Swedish business daily that talks of a potential acquisition of the company's Ijemudin steel mill are running out of steam. This as SSAB's two largest shareholders, which have 10.5% and 10.4% of the total votes in the company, are sceptical to the idea. Tata Steel was the second worst performer on the Nifty during Monday's session, ending 6% lower. Maruti Suzuki has announced its second price hike this month, increasing prices across various models and ranges by up to 34,000 rupees on the ex-showroom price in Delhi. The price hike has been attributed to the increase in various input costs. India's largest passenger car maker had also announced a price hike which took effect on the 1st of January this year, the quantum of which remains undisclosed. A couple of fundraising announcements. LNT Finance has announced details of the rights issue which was approved in November last year. The company plans to raise 3,000 crore rupees through the sale of over 46 crore rights shares. The rights issue price of 65 rupees a share is a 34% discount to Monday's closing price. The rights entitlement ratio has been set at 17 shares for every 74 shares held. The rights issue opens on the 1st of February and closes on the 15th of that month. Apollo Hospitals has launched a QIP issue on Monday. Bloomberg reports that it intends to raise as much as 1,000 crore rupees through the sale of over 40 lakh shares. The floor price of 2,508 rupees per share is a 3.5% discount to Monday's closing price. Moving on to earnings then, Mindtree's results were ahead of consensus estimates on all parameters. The company said that it is witnessing strong business momentum across all verticals with a significant demand for cloud, data and analytical capabilities. With deal wins worth over $300 million this quarter, the deal wins for FY21 crossed the $1 billion mark. IndiaMart Intermesh 2 surpassed analyst estimates in the October to December period. EBITDA and margins doubled as compared to the previous year. Paying subscription suppliers rose 5% on a year-on-year basis. The company has also approved raising funds to the tune of 1100 crore rupees for which it will seek shareholder approval at its EGM on the 10th of February. Although IRB Infra's profit fell 57% in the third quarter as compared to last year, the company said that the profit has erased all the losses accumulated over the first half of FY21. Also, the company's SPV achieved financial closure for the Gandeva Ena HAM project. As part of its equity contribution for the project, the company will infuse a sum of 253 crore rupees. Some important non-index names reporting results today include Alembic Pharma, CSB Bank, SEAT, ICICI Lombard, 
LNT Infotech, Bank of Maharashtra, along with three Tata Group companies, Tata Communications, Tata Metallics and Tata Steel BSL. Lots more stocks that I just mentioned in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.